Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. It's Louise Bedford here, your host of the Talking Trading Podcast. Each week, I aim to bring you expert trading tactics so that you can excel in the markets. And I also bring you interviews with top market professionals so that you can expand your knowledge about the world and about different things like trading psychology and money scripts. I've got a very special episode for you today. A little while ago, we had Jai Hobbs on the show. Jai is the author of Fly the Handbook. And just to refresh your memory, and I will, I'll pop this into the show notes as well, so you'll be able to find that episode and you'll be able to find more information about Jai's book that he wrote with Marlise Hobbs. The Financially Literate Youth The handbook is for life's important financial decisions and milestones from high school and beyond. Now, I'm going to introduce Jai again to the show. And then also what we're going to do in this show is take some listener questions. So I have got this all prepared. You're going to love it. And if you would like me to answer one of your questions on a show show down the track, record a little voice memo on your phone. Make sure you're in a quiet place. Make sure it's applicable not only to your situation, but also think about the broader trading community and email it to me, and I might play that in an upcoming episode of Talking Trading. Jai Hobbs, welcome to the show. Hi, Louise. Great to be back. Oh, it's fantastic. So glad that we can have you on again. I think one of your ideas there that you had in the last episode that really impacted me was the importance of sharing our views with our children and as a caring adult, with other children as well. So Mm. that to me has made a big difference to the way that I'm approaching raising my kids and I'm sure it did for a lot of our listeners also. So I asked over a beautiful dinner table with a little bit of wine involved to some of my favourite members of my mentor program, I asked them questions Mm. that I could ask you. <laughs> so we're going to have a bit of fun this episode. I'm going to put you on the spot and you're going to answer some of their questions. So the first question comes from Rory Kamiski and he says, at what point do you draw the line between helping your children pursue their passion versus causing them a disservice by making them reliant on you and spoiling them and giving them a bad work ethic? Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's a tough one, isn't it, Jai? So I'd love your thoughts. 
Very, very tough one there. Um, and, and one that I can I can relate to with, with a couple of young boys who are into sports that I tend to love. So that's um, it's always a fine line. Um, but look, I, I'm a big believer of encouraging our kids, supporting them in, in what they want to do, also then trialling and not forcing them in any direction. So I think that open communication at the start with to ask them, what do you want to do? Rather than what you want them to do, um, especially earlier in a younger age. And most kids are, see their parents as heroes so they want to do what their mum or dad did. So they want to tread the same path, so to speak. Um, but the kid has to have some motivation and they've got to have some some drive and some will to do it. So focusing and in, in from what we've seen and what I believe is probably around 13, 14 years and under, focus on the fun. Like make sure that what they're doing, be it investing, business, sport, whatever it is, Make sure that it's fun. Um, if you can get the kids to have fun, enjoy what they're doing, they're more likely to continue with it uh, rather than it being a chore from a very young age and wanting to quit and throw it all in the bin. Um, and also being very cautious not to live our lives for our kids. You know, if, if you've had an experience in your life where for some reason you didn't do something, don't try and push that on your kids for them to achieve it. Um, give your kids the guidance, give them the support, but then again, they've got to show that motivation um, to want to do it. Otherwise, it's not something they're going to continue long term. Yeah, it's so true. It's so hard not to live vicariously. And if you didn't do piano, to expect your child to become a concert pianist, <laughs> we do have to really monitor that and be a little careful with that. Mm. Rory also says the main aim of a parent is to equip kids with the tools to succeed in life. Mm-hmm. How can we help and encourage our children so that they can learn for themselves about how to be successful with money? What do you think, Jai? Oh, I think setting them up with those basics that especially we touched on in that last episode. So knowing and understanding budgeting. Um, so as, as tedious and as boring as it can be at times, and I'm not saying do everything down to a cent, but understanding we went over that 50, 30, 20 rule, um, instilling the, the confidence in them to understand that and then utilise it in their life. Actually, do I just go through that rule again for us so that so we can have our memory refreshed? Yeah. 50, 30, 20. So 50% of your income is ideally spent on your on your needs, things you need to survive. Uh, so roof over our head, food on the table, uh, transport to work. 30% of, of our, our income is on our wants, so entertainment, clothing, um, holidays, or things that are nice but aren't essential to survival, and then 20% investing or saving. Um, you know, if we can instill that into our kids, I think that takes the stressor out of, oh, what do I need to survive and have I got enough money to get through next week? Um, that then sets them up so they don't have to worry about that and they can pursue their passions, their dreams, what they want to do. Yeah, I love that. And we can do that even if they're just getting a small amount of money from us because it's a percentage-based aspect. And hopefully they'll have a feedback loop reinforced because Mm. once they see success and they realise, okay, this is how it works, they'll carry that habit into the future. I think what we're trying to do here is to form habits for life so that we don't have kids 
by the time they leave school, making all of those decisions. Mm. On a more serious note, Seligman, Martin Seligman, who is the father of positive psychology, one of the things that Martin Seligman studied was the unfortunate levels of suicide in our boys. So mm. boys have a higher suicide rate than girls and the peak age is 17. Now, you know I'm not shying away from bringing you these hard topics on talking trading. I feel like we need to normalise discussing these types of aspects. And if I am actually mentioning an area here that is difficult for you to hear and you need some assistance with that, then please do seek assistance. But I want to give you this study and the research here. Now, what happens in a boy's 17-year-old life that would create that type of environment where they're actually thinking tomorrow can't be brighter. Hmm, let's think. So are they going to have sex for the first time? Are they going to be able to get the career they want? Are they going to do drugs? Oh my gosh, at 17 years old, everything hits you. So if you can establish those habits with money, at least at a much younger age, before they hit adulthood, you've got a real chance of them just being able to follow along, not question and continue with those good money scripts. Mm -hmm. Jai, I know we haven't discussed this before and I've, I'm hoping that I haven't touched off anything that has made you feel uncomfortable with this, but I would love to hear your thoughts about that. Oh, no, definitely. And it's it's very relevant. My boys are starting to approach those days. So it's something I think about almost daily. And and like you mentioned, I think making sure we we have that conversation, bring that up early, you know, let let the kids know this is coming. This is we're always here should you want to discuss. And I think it's that level of expectation, isn't it? And that's probably got more in our face with the age of social media and the access to information. Um, you know, back in dare I say my day, I'm not gonna put you in the same box always, but my day. We, we just didn't see it. You saw your local community. You hung around the group of friends that you hung around. You didn't know what someone in the next town, state, country was doing. Um, these days, it's in front of their face. So that unfortunate, you know, the, the, the byproduct of having that is that level of expectation and the glory reel that they unfortunately see on the internet and social media and what they're comparing themselves to. So having the conversation to say, understanding that that isn't someone's glory reel, that's not their everyday life. Focus on you and what makes you happy. Um, and we'll we'll give you the tools and and, and, and the basics to, to make sure you looked up you look after yourself. Um, but also something we take care of is um, they see those people that hit it rich or that look like on YouTube that they've got all the toys and, and just getting them to understand that that might not be the truth. Um, but if you do want to get to that level of wealth, it is possible, but it's likely going to take a little bit of time and be patient with it. Yeah, get some reality in there for sure. Now, we've got another question from Robin Warren. Robin asks, how important is it to take into account the individual needs of each child in the family? If one sibling is more reliable, then mm -hmm. should they be given more compared to a sibling that is less reliable? Yeah, look, good question. Um, I think that uh, I think that setting a minimum standard of contribution to the household is essential. Um, so your minimum standard of contribution is everyone should contribute to, to move the ship forward uh, and then give the kids, so it's the carrot and stick concept, try and use 20% stick, 80% carrot, give them the opportunity to further either earn more, um, have some more flexibility, whatever's a driver for your children. Uh, if they want to do more, they can do more and they'll get rewarded for that more, but I think everyone should have a minimum standard. 
um, and that's all working together to what is a need to, to move their household along and, and get through the week up, whatever it is. Yeah, so that there are some minimum expectations, but there can be some overachievement. And one of the things that I think is really important when we're looking at children's temperaments is that we can actually trigger things off for them if we make demands. So being careful about the tone of voice that we use when we ask them to do a chore. I do remember there was a mother of six boys who I asked advice when my children were entering that teenage area area and I said what's the best bit of advice and she said address them in the tone that you want to be addressed so don't say oh for goodness sake unload the dishwasher because they're going to go no right and so before you know it we've got a head-to-head confrontation so by being very careful with our tone by revealing to them that we care for them even Mm. with our expectations I think is important now Mm. there is a template that you can use this is brilliant for rebels in our life that are adults but also rebels who are children you present the information You talk about consequences and then you talk about choice. So you give them everything they need to make the decision. You tell them that if you make this decision in this way, here are the consequences. In that way, here are the consequences. Mm -hmm. But then you say the choice is up to you because Mm -hmm. definitely in that Seligman research, they found that one of the things with those 17-year-old boys is that for a lot of them, They hadn't been given easier choices as they were younger and growing into their own manhood. So that is, I think, a piece of advice that we can all follow. Now, I do have another question here from Heather Curry-Goldsworthy. Heather asks, how important is it to show kids how to budget? (laughs) How do you introduce this in a way that grows with them? Now, I know you talked about that rule, but what are your other pieces of advice, Jai? Yeah, look, I think any money man, any good money manager boils it down to being simply that this is like personally or business. If you spend, and, and I wish our government would take a little bit of this approach too, if you spend less than you earn, you will be okay long term. So keep knowing of what you're spending. Um, we've started and we suggest the book start young, spend 50%, save 50%. Even if they're six or seven, they get five bucks a week, 10 bucks a week, whatever it is, spend 50%, save 50%. And then as they move on in life, they can uh, they can develop that, move more towards the 50-30-20 rule. Um, I think it's a fantastic initiative to, to give kids an allowance um, and to have them cover their, their be it when they're at school, their tuck shop, um, their additional items of clothing that they might want, uh, if they're going out with their friends, whatever it might be, it makes them budget. Um, and also it encourages them if they want something, well, guess what, you can go and work for it. Um, because life, once they get out of our roof and hopefully eventually all kids will move and move on at some stage, um, be it at 17, 18 or 28, um, they've got those principles instilled. Um, and let's be honest, you know, life is sometimes it isn't fair and it is tough. Um, so I think if they understand that from an early age that they have to have to work or provide value and put in and be disciplined um, in whatever they choose, Uh, and then they'll get the results, it sets them up for and we're doing our job as parents. Bruce Goddard asks, if you give kids too much, they end up unmotivated non-achievers. Yeah. (laughs) They do. How do we know what the right balance is here? 
Very good question, Bruce. Um, if you find out, once again, please let me know. Um, but I, I think it comes back to bringing kids up with the right values around life, um, encouraging them to be their best uh, and live a fulfilled life. And probably as parents, not jumping in so quick and understanding that success and fulfilment is different for each of us. Um, so it, once again, if your kids are, are happy, healthy children, they're living a good life, they've got a, you know, they might have a fantastic partner, they might not be where you expect them to be financially, but they are stoked and they're living a fulfilled life, that's fantastic. And that's going to be different for each and every one of them. Um, and something that, you know, that we've been reminded of sometimes, laziness in children sometimes is laziness. It's actually, it's actually intelligence masked by boredom. Um, so identify that with your kids. Yeah, they might not be lazy. They might just be bored and over it and looking for something that interests them. Yeah. And I have one last question here. Now, this is somebody who didn't want me to release their name and when you hear the question, you'll understand why. After doing my best to raise self-reliant children, my happily married pregnant daughter moved in with my wife and I and her husband. Mm -hmm. She had one child now who is nearly two years old and mm -hmm. she's pregnant again. Mm -hmm. How do we set boundaries with our children so they don't take advantage of us at a later date? Wow. Okay. Um, as a parent, I think our, our first reaction is to always help and provide for our kids. So um, I'm sure as parents, we're always there for support. We never want to see our kids fall in our face. But um, if, if that happened, I think like, like in business with staff and with business partners as well, open and honest communication up front. To, to set the clear boundaries. What are the checkpoints? What are the milestones? What are you expecting of this? And what are we expecting of this? So I think if we have that open communication upfront at the start, starting young, and then moving on, if something like that happens, um, just everyone understanding how long is it for, what's expected, where are the checkpoints, when are we going to reassess this? Um, and before it sets the clear time moving forward. Yeah. Jai Hobbs, you are a wealth of information. Thank you so much for writing this wonderful book, Fly, Financially Literate Youth. How can people get in touch with you? Uh, so our, our website, financiallyliteratedyouth.com.au. Um, the book, if it's available and through all the usual mediums, Booktopia, Amazon, et cetera, it's on Audible if you prefer listening, as I do. Um, but hopefully it helps. And if you do buy a copy, um, then we would ask you if you could give it to a school leader. That would be our, our best wish uh, to set them up for those things that I wish that I learned when I went to school. You're doing a beautiful job here, Jai. I love your mission and that you have got such a generous spirit in helping people do better with their youth so that our kids don't have to go through every single aching step that we had to in order to learn what we know. So thanks for coming back on the show. And as a listener, we would love it if you could give our show a review. Now you can do that on Apple Podcasts, but also on Podchaser. That would be fantastic because it does help more people find the show. And in particular, it gives me a bit of an energy boost. I read every single review and I read them before I run another show so that I can keep on bringing you the hard hitting information that you've become accustomed to. So until next week, trade objectively, follow your trading plan. And I will catch you with the next Talking Trading show.